Have you ever had that one coworker that you know when they're on shift is going to be a good, hilarious day? Today, we're talking to Nurse Jessica Seitz, whose comedic skills went viral after trying her hand at being a content creator. Jessica recalls how her 20 years of experience as an L&D nurse was not enough to escape management and COVID's new demands, and how that shifted her from bedside nurse into becoming a full-time content creator. With over 150 Facebook followers, 36,000 Instagram followers, and 145,000 followers on TikTok. Stay tuned to hear how she made the shift to serving her community through humor. You don't want to miss it. Hey, nurses. I'm Kiana. And I'm Crystal. And this is the Nurse Boss Shift, where a shift happens. We're here to help you shift your title from employee nurse to boss nurse. Step into your power as an entrepreneur and build a highly profitable business using the skills you already have and learn some new ones along the way. Let's get into it. And we are live. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Nurse Boss Shift Podcast. It's your girl, Dr. Jones. And Crystal. And we are excited to welcome our guest, Jessica Sites. I'll tell a little bit about our relationship, Jessica, how we met, which was at a um, creator con, nurse creator con in Austin, where you were emceeing and very funny. And I was like, okay, who is this lady? She's pretty dope. And she seems to be so bubbly and full of energy. I need to get to know what her background is. And um, this actual um, event was dedicated to nurses who were pretty much creatives, which is a very new space for us. Um, Most nurses who make a transition either go into some type of health-related business. And to be a creator is just so different, if I must say so myself. So before we get started, Jessica, we would first like the, the viewer, the viewers and the listeners to know just a little bit about your nursing background, and then we're going to dive into like how we ended up here and how you ended up where you are. So I'll go ahead and let you start. Okay, nursing background. I've been a nurse for 22 years now. Um, it's a long time. I obviously started when I was like 15 years old. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, 22 years, labor and delivery, all 22 years. Well, actually 21 years. The last year I have not been working bedside um, any longer. I've been doing my business from home full time. Um, but uh, basically uh, love labor and delivery, um, love delivering babies, um, never wanted to leave, stayed at the same hospital the whole time. And uh, yeah, same place, same hospital. And then, um, you know, we can talk, get into that other kind of stuff later, but eventually wanted to pursue something that I had a passion for. Um, so I kind of put, put my feet in and made a change. So that's where I'm at today. Mm, the yeah. same hospital for 22 years. Yep. Wow. 21 years. Wow. Yeah. You don't hear that wow. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. yeah. And people don't usually leave, like they're your family at this point. So when you've been at the same place, you guys are each other's godparents, like for your kids type of situation. (laughs) So how did you decide to make that a transition, like even into considering being a creative from a job that you obviously loved? Was there a change in the climate or what happened? Yeah, it was a combination of things. And ever since I was younger, like, I I always wanted to be an actress. Like, it sounds so cheesy, but I, you know, I was uh, looked at, like, soap opera stars, and I was like, God, I wish I could do that. You know, like, so growing up, that was always my passion was to either make people laugh or do something in front of a camera. I love storytelling, you know, all those different types of things you do um, in elementary school and high school, drama club. but went into nursing because obviously it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful career, but it was it's stability. You know, I mean, going and doing acting is kind of like a big, a big risk. So I went into that and loved it for the longest time. Love my coworkers, but as many people face the micromanagement and the change in administration over the years um, just became so much that I wasn't enjoying my my place in, in healthcare anymore. Um, it felt like the things that I loved and brought me joy 
were being taken away from me, um, meaning I wasn't having the time to bond with my patients the way that I used to. Um, everything was about uh, charting and uh, billing and adding more documents and adding more things to computers. And it's just every time you would turn around, a new task was added on, another task, another task, more things that were expected of you. And it got to the point that I felt like my back was turned constantly to my patients. And for me, that I, I, I was like, this isn't, this isn't what I signed up for. This isn't me. Um, I remember I went to my manager and I said, Hey, I, I explained, and it wasn't just me, like the unit was feeling that way. They were all feeling depleted, you know, but I felt like somebody that had been there for a long time, I would say, Hey, you're going to lose a bunch of great nurses, like experienced nurses, because what's going on here is not, it's not driving. And the response that I was told was, well, you know what, sweetie, you're only a number. You are just as replaceable as anybody else. Um, there are many, many other nurses that would die to have your position. So if you feel like this isn't a fit for you anymore, maybe you should try to find something else. Wow. And that was a turning point for me right there. I knew I wasn't going to get anywhere in that, in that job. But there was, if I'm just being seen as that my value isn't there anymore and that after being there uh, 19, at that point, 19 years, um, that that was equivalent to a new grad um, or somebody that's been loyal and has never left. I just, uh, from then on, I hung my head low, did my job, and slowly started pursuing this this other career until I could finally get yeah. So yeah, pretty pretty sad, pretty sad story. Sad. <laughs> and where are you at, Jessica? What I can imagine what's... you made your face impact. Yeah, right. exactly. With your comedy, I was just going to ask you where where are you located at? Yeah. Oh, I'm in um, Palm Harbor, Florida, which is near Tampa Clearwater area. Okay. So that's where yeah, that's where I'm located. Yep. Beautiful area, by the way. Yes. <laughs> oh, it is. I love it. I've been born and raised here in Florida, so I've wow. been here all my life. Yeah. And it just goes to show how these conversations and feelings of nurses are happening from here in California all the way across the state through Florida is we're being seen and, and given the feeling like we're just a number and that there's so many other nursing students, you know, well, students in nursing who are graduating who would love to have our job and we're replaceable. And that's just unfair, especially for someone who's had, you know, at the time, a 19 year career, you would think that they would value you and what you bring to the hospital and to your patients uh, much more than that. So I literally was Were in you shock. I was in shock. I thought it was going to be like, hey, like, no, what, what, what is it? What are the complaints? What are, what are you guys feeling? Like, let's, let's talk about this. And I, I was like, almost like, they, they, who knows? They might want me out of here. I don't know. But it was just like they didn't feel like deal. If you're not going to do what's required of you, then, or you don't, you feel like it's too much, then so. you. What is it? You can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen, whatever they say. That's what I felt like she was basically saying. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Gosh, I think that's so sad because Jessica, you're so bubbly. I can only imagine you probably made not only the patients, but the staff like day go by faster. You know, you <laughs> always have that person you want to work with. You're like, oh, she's on the ship. Well, <laughs> I know it's going to be a good day. Yeah, if we weren't laughing, it, it wasn't like that's how I just dealt with stuff. Like, we just yeah. the whole day, you go to the nurse's station and and you giggle and you cut up. And uh, mm. when I was being told uh, y'all need to quiet down or that was like frowned upon, like for us mm. to even like giggle or have fun. It was like, we were mm. running like robots. Like they wanted us to turn into robots. And I was like, the heck is going on here? What happened to camaraderie? Like what happened to being with your team? And you know, as long as you're with your patients and taking care of your patients, like what, you know, you, I'm sure you ladies know, and no yeah. drinks at the nurse's station, no snacks at the nurse's station, mm -hmm. no, like, boop, 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 you know, just yeah. so, so out of control. So, okay. So then the next question is, so you're, you're a nurse for 19 years. One thing I do know about us as nurses is we tend to bond over, I say over our traumas. Like we will be at the nurse station. Everybody's talking about what we don't like or, you know, leadership is doing this to us, that to us. How did you make the shift from 
not just talking about it to making it a real thing. Like I know now you said it's been a year that you've been full-time as a creator. First of all, I'm sure most people are even still like even us are like, okay, a what? Like you're a what? What is that? So how did I, you? What, it's funny you say that. When moms you, ask me, like I meet like my kids, you know, their friends' moms, and they're like, so what do you do for a living? I'm like, God, I hate this question. I'm like, I'm a social media influencer. <laughs> I'm like, that sounds cheesy. I'm like, I'm a video creator. I'm like, that sounds weird. I'm a nurse comedian. Nobody understands. I'm like. Wow. I'm like, I don't know, just go to TikTok and you'll figure it out. Like, right. <laughs> And then usually the next question is, like, you can make money from that? You know, a lot yeah. of people don't realize that, you know? Yeah. yeah. But if you're asking how did I make that transition, well, it obviously was gradual. I mean, yeah. I, I was still working my full-time hours. And um, when I did have some downtime, you know, on my days off or whatnot, I just started tinkering around I didn't really understand like how to share videos or make funny videos but I knew that I wanted to make comedic content um and somehow get it out there I, I originally and you may remember saying this I tried YouTube because at the time like that was the big thing was like you know like to get your channel and get people to see you on YouTube and um I tried and I was slowly progressing but I I felt like I kept failing. You know how that is. A lot of times you try and you try um, and you don't always get where where you want to be. So I kind of mm -hmm. felt like I was beating my head and I was not getting this, you know, comparing myself to people like Nurse Blake who had, you know, at the time, like hundreds of thousands, if not million people on YouTube. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? You know? And I finally was like, you know what, if this avenue isn't working for me, let's try something else. So I thought, well, why not? I'm on Facebook all the time. You know, I'm like, why, why not try Facebook? Is there a way to, if you can make money on YouTube, maybe you could make money on Facebook. And mm -hmm. that's where it really started to, to take off, you know, and I got the groove and um, put a thousand percent into it. And obviously I had to work while I could till, till the income kind of started going up and going up where then I could go down on my hours eventually went part-time for a while then went to um, casual pool where I could just do maybe one eight-hour shift a week so it was mm -hmm. like little blocks of a transition um, but that's how I just kind of kept going at it yes and sense. I love how you <laughs> said that um, when one avenue wasn't working for you you switched to another one did you feel discouraged at that time or were you just kind oh, of empowered? Sure. Like, okay. Okay. Because I think I a lot of times yeah, with felt... entrepreneurship, we need to, you know, let people know that failure is part of the journey. And, you know, you can only be discouraged so long and then you have to pick yourself up and try something else. So I love that you said that. Well, yeah, there's many times that I'm like, maybe I'm not as funny as I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I just laugh at myself, but nobody else <laughs> is, you know, and I, but then I'd have people that did come across my videos. They'd be like, oh, my God, you're hysterical. Why aren't you out there more? You know, and I'd be mm -hmm. like, so that, those those little bits of encouragement would kind of keep mm -hmm. you going. Um, but, yeah, of course, there was times that I was absolutely discouraged and felt like this isn't going to happen, you know. And uh, But I would just kind of keep persevering and trying, just yeah. learning as I go, you know, just trying yeah. to figure it out. I feel like, uh, and I love that you talked about the transition because one thing that's, it's unique to us, not only nurses, but um, we definitely have the, um, the fortune of not having to go cold turkey. And, right. you know, and that, that was my path as well. I was full, t well, I was per diem at different jobs, right? Multiple jobs that would have equivalent, would have been equivalent to a full-time job. Um, and then I started tapering off mm -hmm. and, and then I was left with one adjunct job, um, as a faculty. And then eventually I was like, okay, it's time. Right. So we have a unique ability to kind of titrate and nurses will know what I mean when I say titrate <laughs> ourselves out of our jobs yeah. and not yeah. have to be like, okay, I have to quit 
right today, or I go from 40 hours to no hours. No, we can actually go part-time and then see how that feels, get adjusted, and then per diem if we want, and then eventually just let the job go. A lot of nurses feel like they have to just full-time, like quit their job. And I don't support that at all. That's not the path I took. It just wasn't an option for me financially. You know, mortgages, mortgage needed to be paid. So I didn't do that. And a lot of nurses are scared of pursuing entrepreneurship because they feel like that's the route they have to take. Like they have to just cut cold turkey and quit their job. And I'm like, where do you get that from? Yeah, there is. It's that, it's the, it's the fear of the unknown. It's the fear of failure. That's what I always say is uh, people, I think fear failure more than they fear being stuck in the same thing day in and day out. They fear not being successful at something. And like you said, I think if more people understood that you can, you you don't have to just say, I'm out of here. I'm going to buy a video camera and I'm going tomorrow and everybody's going to follow me. No, you know, it's not, that's not the way that it, it is. It's a learning experience. And, um, you know, whether it's social media or whether it's whatever it is that you want to build up and do, um, it, it definitely takes time, but it's got to be something that you're going to like doing. Otherwise, you're not going to put the passion into it. You're not going to put the energy into it. You know, like I literally love every day making videos and creating videos. Like if I, it is very hard for me to take a day off. And that's because I truly like what I'm doing, like getting that energy back from other people and hearing them laugh or tag their best friend in a in a video because they can relate to me talking about a crazy work bestie or seeing people share it like that gives back getting goosebumps that gives back to me more than anything i mean and don't get me wrong nursing gave back to me it did i loved seeing a mom hold her newborn for the first time i can't tell you how many times i i cried i liked being there for for my patients and i i wish that things were different i i wish and Maybe it'll get back to that one day, but I will not personally will not be a bedside nurse in the way that this healthcare and the way administrations for the most part are right now. I just, it's, it's not for me. It makes me bitter and I don't want to be a, a bitter person. You know, I want to be a happy person. Yes. Yeah, that's so true. That's when I I knew. Pretty well. (laughs) (laughs) When I was when I was burnt out, I say the same thing. It started making me bitter. And that's when I had to look at myself like this is making me bitter, not the joyful person that I love being. So something has to change because it it can definitely make you bitter. And then it's not fair for your patients either. Right. Exactly. You know, and I felt like for me, like there were times that I was so angry and distraught with what I did. I felt like I was having to put on an an act of happiness versus being happy. I would never let my patients see what I'm really going through. Like the, I, I'm not one of those that I, I just couldn't, I'm not one of those that's right. going to go in there and be like cranky nurse and, you know, mm-hmm. snapping at people. But mm-hmm. I felt like I was having to act all day mm-hmm. and not in a, not in an acting role that I wanted, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that. Felt like that was double work, man. Having to act happy and, mm-hmm. and yeah. So, yeah. so Jessica, um, as a creator, <laughs> influencer, what is an, a day in the life like? Like, what is your, how does your day consist of now? Um, oh, that you're a fun. I like, to, I like talking about this. <laughs> well, I get up and have my coffee. No, no. right. <laughs> And I ponder out my window and look at the world. Um, well, my day, I mean, it basically starts just like anybody else. Crazy morning, get the kids off to school. And then I call it, I do my homework. I get home and I do my homework. And what I mean by that is I start searching. I look all through social media and that's what gets my, ba- my brain flowing and my creative juices going is um, looking at other people's content and things and looking at ways that... Um, you know, just fuel something in me where to spark an idea, I guess, is the best way I can explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I maybe do like a good 
hour of homework. I'm a, I've tried the last six months, instead of sitting on my bed and doing my homework, I try to get up and walk the neighborhood and do my homework. Um, because, because I'm like, why would I, I, I couldn't make an excuse. I'm like, why would I just sit here and flip when I could put my AirPods in? And mm-hmm. so that, that's what I've been doing. I do my homework and then I come back all sweaty. And then I got to try to get, now that I have my ideas, then I get ready. Um, you know, whatever your routine is, shower, do your makeup and your hair. And then I start filming, you know, I do, I, I like to film a lot. Um, because I always say for every, you know, 10 hits at bat, you're going to maybe get one home run or, you know, one out of 20. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I've never been the type that's like, I'm going to put out one video a day because it's going to take you maybe 20 days to get that home run versus you could maybe you could get it almost every day or every other day if you just keep doing it. So I I try to err on the side of filming more than I probably should. And then sometimes I bank things. I use the funniest ones. Um, Mm -hmm. Then it starts the uploading, sharing, um, then replying to people, replying to comments. Um, So it's, I mean, it's a whole day event until my, actually, I feel like I work, 24 hours a day, really, but I'm not complaining in a way that I love, right? because even if I'm done with filming my content, posting my content, sharing it to my other social media platforms, I still have fun getting ideas for the next day or, or I want to scroll and keep, and keep, and keep getting things or, or saving sounds or whatever the, you know, thing may be. So I feel like I'm, so I always tease my husband. He'll be like, are you on that TikTok again? I'm like, I'm working here. Uh, I'm, that's yeah. my favorite thing to my husband too. I'm like, I'm working. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I have, this is working. He's like, oh, okay, sure it is. And I'm secretly like, this is fun. Yeah. I, lo- I like it, but technically it is working. I mean, mm-hmm. it is, it is saving up ideas or thinking of ideas. And um, there's been times that like, I've come up with an idea and been in bed at 10 o'clock at night. And I'm like, no, this has to come out now. Like, mm-hmm. I'll go back, do my makeup, come back, film it. I'm like, I can't wait for tomorrow. I might miss the window. And it's yeah. like, you've got to be driven like that, though. Because if you just say, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it next week. You might miss the window of jumping on a, a trend or jumping on an idea that maybe somebody might think of tomorrow. And then mm-hmm. you Can you it. tell when it's going to, like, when, my, when I know I'm going to hit a good one? I have this like I'm on a roller coaster in my stomach. Like it's a, it's a, it feels like I'm dropping. I'm like I got it. Like I know this like is gonna hit. I know people are gonna receive it. It's just one of those things where you know, and I feel yeah. like super excited. <laughs> I had I did one this morning, and I have I have not since I posted it. I haven't checked, but that was one that I did today that I really yeah. feel like I was so. I'm like I want to get this out there before I do. Um, the podcast. I'm like, because I was like, damn, this is a home run. I'm like, but I could be wrong, but I don't think so. I'm like, because if everybody can't see themselves in this video, then those are the ones like I was saying that are home runs. When, Mm -hmm. when across the board, everybody can look at it and say, that's me or that's me and my bestie there. That's us at work, you know, those are the ones that, that, that I feel do the best. And that was one today. So yes, I definitely get that, that vibe. Um, that, there's been a couple times it's tricked me. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. And I'm like, what happened? That was supposed to be really good. Like, I I'm like, I laughed. I don't know. But a couple, a couple times it just, it just doesn't hit or the algorithm isn't working for you or who knows, you know, but We'll see. I'll have to report back and tell you if I was right about this one today. We'll see. Right. I wanted to um, ask you sitting here thinking about your journey, I'm sure, especially being um, a comedian and a creator, you've had to learn along your entrepreneurial journey to put yourself out there. So what are some things that um, maybe came about or some opportunities that you have gotten from just putting yourself out there that you would have never thought that you would have been able to do? Oh my gosh. One of the most uh, amazing ones was being there for um, Redonda's verdict um, and being there and being able to 
um, speak to all those nurses, be able to give a speech. Um, That is something that I probably would not have been able to afford to do as a full-time nurse and being paycheck to paycheck. Um, But it, it, I want, it, it was one of the most rewarding, amazing experiences ever. Like I cried so hard. Um, Everybody there did. It was just such, it's the closest that I have felt like nurses have had each other's back in a long time. That's the only way I can explain it. It was just everybody that was there that wanted to support Redonda was there for the common good. Like we all were just rallying and supporting and it, it literally it was amazing. Um, and I was given the opportunity to, you know, like I said, to speak and to get interviewed. Those are things that, you know, wouldn't have happened or, um, even just having the honor of doing some comedy for nurses associations, you know, sometimes they'll ask me, they'll, they'll say, Hey, can you come to Michigan or can you, you know, and do like a little opening thing for us. Um, I think I, I, what I'm trying to say, I guess I like being in front of people, Mm -hmm. like in front of people, right. You know, I mean, obviously the virtual connection is still there, but I really like seeing people's faces. and react that for me is super cool that's stuff that I yeah like I would have never gotten to do Mm -hmm. before nice yeah that's that's amazing and you know we we sometimes are so in our bubble and I always say this especially to my clients like you know it it take it's like you have to be very audacious especially as a nurse because we have this sense of security that's been kind of we've been raised that way through nursing school. It's like job security, job security, trusted profession, most trusted profession. You know, we hear these and it becomes ingrained in our minds. And so we feel like we can't do anything but that. So I I think it takes a very audacious type of nurse to step outside of the bedside, but then even more so to do something that's not necessarily related to healthcare, like you're not starting a home health business or, you know, CNA school, you know, the typical things that nurses start. Um, But that takes me to my next question, which is, show me the money. (laughs) How do someone like, right. (laughs) What is the range like what's been your highest month um where did you start when you first started where you were like hmm like I could this could grow you know um what was that dollar amount that made you like turn on that switch like I could really be a full potentially be a full-time um influencer and then how has has that taken you so far um I would say like it's in the beginning, it was a little bit up and down. You know how that is. There'd be like a month that might be, oh, a video did great. And um, it brought me a lot of, you know, revenue because that one went viral. Um, but I would say when I was consistently seeing 30 grand a month, I thought to myself, why am I driving to work and spending <laughs> a 30 minute drive to get there? Like, and you know, I was like, this is okay. I think, I think I'm done. I think, and the, it wasn't so much that I had to quit. I, I, I liked having that one day to be honest with you, but what I really wanted to do was be able to talk about administration and how horrible they can be to healthcare workers and mm-hmm. still holding a place of employment. I felt held back that I couldn't mm-hmm. do that part of the comedic side that I really wanted to do. I mean, obviously, even though I would never mention where I worked or, you know, in any way associate myself to my employer, you still have to toe the line and be careful because if you do one thing that's misconstrued as um, somehow being disrespectful to your superiors or um, anything like that. So I felt like I was leaving a huge element out, which is one that I really wanted to make fun of. Mm-hmm. because right. you, know, you know I mean that so I feel like in a sense that's another thing I've been given is I'm able to say what a lot of nurses can't say what mm-hmm. they want to say but there's the fear of backlash you know and I wanted to eliminate that as well and so it just all clicked I was like I'm making good money um let's just 
continue on and let's really blow it out of the park, you know? And I've had a lot of people message me, how do you not get in trouble? And I think a lot of people don't realize that I'm not working bedside, <laughs> you know, and then some people don't get the concept of, or they'll say, well, you're not a nurse anymore. Yes, I'm a nurse. I will always be a nurse. I, uh, I, that is in great. I will always have my RN for, I mean, obviously for as long as I can. Um, and I have 21 years of memories, like 21 years of all the things that I have dealt with, um, working as a nurse in the second busiest hospital in Florida for deliveries. Um, I, beyond can relate from the highs to the lows to the great parts to the horrible parts um so my memory is long um so as long as i can still relate to the field which i think i can um then i'm going to keep doing it you know and that's i think a lot of people don't get that i'm 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 acting i'm like a lot of times i'll be doing it let me explain that like i'll do a skit like i'm driving to work you know i'm a nurse driving to work and they're like but you don't go to work Okay. Yes. <laughs> I understand that. But I, I, and that's, that's few and far between, but some people don't, or I guess my green screens are so good. They think that I'm at work. Shame on yeah. you for filming at work. And oh, I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm like, wow, I must, that one must be really good. The people in the background aren't moving, but okay. You know, <laughs> but, so, you know, so, so I've, and I, I want to, I, you kind of skim past the 30K, which is right. huge, by the way. <laughs> and that was, um, if you want to know my biggest, I'd say my biggest month is probably about 70,000. If I wow. had to say, if I had to say one of my that's, big, where That's that like a, good month. a nurse's salary on the West Coast. In a year. I'm not going to even say, because I know in other places it's not, but definitely West Coast. California, you know, in a year to make that in a month. That's the part that I am so passionate about when it comes to nurses and understanding that, you know, you just basically took us on a journey, Nurse Jessica, because it was like, it was rocky in the beginning. YouTube didn't mm -hmm. do what it did, you know, up and down, up and down, bad experience yeah. at work. I decided to go full time. You really did not know what it was going to lead to. And this yeah. is when you make these decisions, this is when you have these type of results in the presence of fear because i'm sure you have fears it doesn't mean that you're not going to have them <laughs> i'm sure you have fears i'm sure you're you know the people around you may have had some fears and concerns like hey wait a minute you know you you're you got a good job you know that's the thing that they say about us as nurses and so now you've had upwards of, of 70k months and i, I just want to kind of dive into that because people are going to listen to this and be like okay so you telling me I can go on and I can make a TikTok <laughs> and I can make 70000 for the month, but that's not how you generate your revenue. So can you just tell us like uh, your bulk of uh, where your revenue comes from, how, you know, you get that 30 or 70K month? Yeah. Um, I mean, TikTok is, is very little in the sense of posting videos. I mean, you make pennies upon pennies, um, but TikTok is... Uh, I call it the like gateway keeper. It's the gateway to to other things. So I get um, a lot of brand deals from um, TikTok. A lot of people that are looking for content creators to promote them. Um, I I will go to TikTok to find these creators. So I do get a lot of that from TikTok. So that's part of my income. Obviously, a small amount from creating on TikTok. Um, mm -hmm. Same thing with Instagram. They uh, will pay me for reels on Instagram. Um, but then you'll have um, people reach out to you for brand deals as well. Um, or public speaking, I get, you know, hey, can you come and fly here and public speaking pays very well. Um, on top of that, um, Facebook is my big bread and butter. Um, <laughs> they pay really, really well. Um, but I make a lot of money, you know, Facebook, has not just the connection of making money for ads on videos, but there's so many other monetization things on Facebook that I have basically conquered everything that you can conquer on Facebook to the point that I can't keep up. I have so many ways to make money on Facebook that I can't do them all. Um, from, yeah, like I, 
I need to, I, I'm at the point that I need, I need help, like, because yeah. this could be so much bigger and, yeah. um, and I need, I need help with that. Like I could down to, I could write articles for Facebook instant articles and make money. I don't have time to sit down every day and, and write a full blog on top of creating 15 to 20 videos and, you know, sharing them and, and marketing and doing your stories. You know what I'm talking about? Like it's, yeah. it's a million, it's a million different things. Um, but yeah, it's, it's that it's, um, sub- subscribers subscribing to your community. It's, um, may, it's just a combination of so many different little things that, that add up. Um, but yeah, all, all of that, if you, you know, some months have great, great months and you can, you can hit that goal. You can hit your bonuses. They have bonuses too for like, if you post this many videos, it's crazy how much Facebook has to offer that a lot of people don't know. So let me just say this and then Chris, you chime in. I, when I met you at the creator uh, con, I was hearing you and I'm just like, it, it, you know, as a, a newer create, I mean, you know, I won't say newer, but like I was doing like Instagram. I haven't even touched TikTok yet really. And here you say Facebook is like, what? I thought Facebook was. And then to hear you say how you have monetized it to a system. And now I'm hearing you say you're pretty much doing all this alone. That is crazy. That means that there's so much room for growth when you decide to scale. You can go on Upwork and hire someone to do your blog. They can literally pull you a blog off of one of your lives or one of your something and write a blog for you. Like It just means that you just, when you bring in people, it's going to be way beyond 70k because you're already doing that with the one man show once you bring on it's no wonder i work 24 hours a day it's gonna be bonkers but that takes me to the next thing which i was telling you you need to help people get that you need a some kind of community to help creators get monetize youtube like that is i am doing i'm actually um starting um on um is it, uh, oh gosh, what's it called? Up, no, not upstream. One of the, why am I having a brain fart? But I am going to be doing courses. I'm doing, I'm in the process of filming them. I'm filming courses to teach people how to monetize. Teachable, is it teachable? Hey, Udemy, Kajabi? No. You, Udemy, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, uh-huh. Udemy. Well, I don't know why I couldn't think of it, but I haven't launched it yet, but I'm in okay. the process of, filming the video. So that is going to be another thing that I want to hopefully, you know, teach other creators and have a course where they can see from beginning to end, how do you start a business page? How do you start to gain your followers? How do you cross what, what are the things that, how many video views do you have to have? How many followers, you know, all of these things. Um, But obviously I can't launch it until I have all all of it filmed. Um, So but I am yeah. doing that. I'm in the process of that. Cool. Love it. Yeah, I'm That's excited good. about that. I'm excited. But it, the, the hard part is, is like, as much as I, I like that and I want to teach people, I have more fun doing the comedy. So I always find oh, an yeah. excuse. <laughs> I always find excuse. No, but this is fun. not the fun part. I always call it the active before the passive. It's not fun. But you're going to help a lot of people. And so I like to hold on to that part. The fact that I can add value hey. and help others. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, and the fact that you can and the fact that you can record it and kind of just set it um and then get back to doing what you love, which is the um actual yeah. videos and com and comedy. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay, so we like to do this little segment um called um well we like to give homework to our viewers. So if we have and we will um have nurse creators or aspiring nurse creators who really want to monetize social media. So we like to give them three uh, three steps or three things that they can do right now where they are. And most of our listeners are most likely are, are still working. So what are three things that you would have them do right now to begin their journey to um, becoming an influencer or course creator or a content creator? Um, I would say just, Maybe if you want to do something similar to like what I'm doing, I mean, I can only speak from my, my own experience would be to kind of 
take a little step, uh, create an account to each of these social media platforms. See which one you kind of feel is the maybe easiest to navigate or easiest for you to kind of work and do. Um, and in my opinion, focusing on that one for a while and tackling one before you start throwing yourself into a million different, because you can get lost in the mix. So I would say researching, studying, getting accounts to all, and when I mean social media, like TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, um, all these different sites, kind of seeing which one you feel comfortable with or which one you like, and then maybe starting a small venture, do some some if you're going to do a video, film a couple videos. If you're going to be doing a teaching platform, maybe film one or two of your teaching things and get it out there or slowly start up your business page or start up, get everything lined up in a row, get things organized, you know, look professional, kind of have things ready, ready to go. And then just kind of slowly start doing it. So I would say, A, look them up, start an account. Take time, find which one you're comfortable with, and then slowly start tackling and um, mastering mastering that class, mastering that platform. That's how mm -hmm. I did it anyways. Um, like I said, I bombed uh, initially on YouTube. I'm still growing now. Um, at, but then I said, okay, I'm going to go to Facebook. And I honed in on – I didn't touch Instagram or touch TikTok until – I had everything I knew. And that's just the way I learned, though. That's how mm -hmm. that's how I do it, because I feel like you can get discouraged when you're all over the place because they're all mm -hmm. these platforms are so different. They really are. Um, mm -hmm. So that, that's all. I mean, that that would be my my advice. And just uh, be confident, be confident in yourself. That's the one hardest thing is to really feel confident in yourself that you can do it or that you do have value or you do have something to teach or that people would laugh at your your comedy because I always say if you go up there and you're not confident people see right through you they people sense that you know you you can't get on screen and be like I want to teach you about how to garden you know, like you've got to be excited. You've got to be passionate about it. So those are all small. God, I'm a talker. I'm so sorry. I talk. No, you're good. <laughs> yes, I'm a, it's a podcast. I'm a rambler, it's okay. but yeah, it's true. You, can always, you can always cut out my rambling. <laughs> but those, that would be my advice. Yeah. I think that's some good advice and definitely the confidence in being able to um, get out of your own way. Like have fun. Like I always tell my clients, you are not leaving or considering leaving the bedside to jump into something that's worse, that you're not happy with, that you don't yeah. find enjoyable. Right. So get into something that you actually like. You can get paid doing things you like. People don't realize yeah. that because we've been doing, you know, this bedside thing for so long and then COVID and all that. And People don't realize you can make money doing something that you enjoy, but you got to show up. Absolutely. Exactly. It, 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 takes, it takes work. It is, it is work. Um, another small thing they could do would be start growing your followers on whatever the platform is. Like you can slowly start growing followers by just engaging in like starting your, your page, whether it be your Facebook business page and, just start little, just start posting things on your page and it, it will get seen and the followers will start to come, you know, but just, um, yeah. you just got to start, you start somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you. That was such good advice for our listeners. Um, have the confidence. Yeah. Have the confidence and just start, just start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's easier so said Jessica, than done, but <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and the thing is you learn, people think they need to learn everything first and then, then they're going to do this. Just start. Yes. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to say, and I, and I brought this up. I don't remember when I was talking to my community and I was just saying, Y'all don't even remember at the beginning of the year, I changed, I did a whole switcheroo on my product and it bombed. Nobody remembers. They only remember med spa and oh my gosh, she did this. Who cares? And I just 
tucked it away, tucked my little tail, and kept on going. <laughs> That's it. You know how many times in the beginning I was not not made fun of, but people would when I wasn't making money yet. It, oh, how's YouTube going? You still making those videos? You know, you get those kind of things. Like yeah. you know, almost like you just love yourself, don't you? You just want to see yourself on camera. There were so many times I had to hear that, and I'd be like, "Yeah," and they'd be like, mm, "You're just gonna keep doing that?" Like, and <laughs> you know how good it felt to years later to be able to say, "Yeah, I am still doing that, and I am making tons of money from it." Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, I don't yeah. say that to complete strangers, but there are this right. small group of people who yeah. were doubters, and it. It does feel good to be able to say, hey, you didn't think I could tell you didn't think I could do it. Um, yeah. yeah. But, but and we, we literally go for we thrive on getting that three percent or four percent every year if we can get it based on our evals or whatever. But yet we won't dedicate a couple years to potentially bringing, I mean, yeah, you may have to figure it out and yeah, you may take some hits along the journey, but the potential earning is limitless if you would just give it the time, but we won't do that. We'd go broke and starving and eat a couple noodles for four years, five years for nursing school, but we won't do that for our career and give ourselves a couple of years of learning. And then the potential to bring in money is unlimited because we are the deciders of that instead of other people. So like, imagine had you stopped, imagine had you listened to what everybody said, or even the concerns maybe of family and friends, legitimate concerns, because everybody's scared when you start talking to something new. They're like, wait, what what, what happened? Oh, um, girl, even, we even, my husband, even my husband, yeah. I said, can I go film? And he'd be like, okay. You know, like, I'll watch the kids <laughs> while you go film something that's not bringing us a dollar. But go ahead. <laughs> you know, he wouldn't say that, but he'd be like, that yeah. now, now he's like, oh, sure, honey. No, yeah. So mm-hmm. how much time do you need? Okay, yeah. Right. You get in there, sweetheart. You film. Yeah. I'm like, I even told him, wow, how the tables have turned. <laughs> wow, I've never seen such excitement. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you got that bonus this month, sweetie? Did that? Did you hit your goals? <laughs> like, I yeah. love that. They don't, that, they don't understand until the money true. starts coming in. <laughs> yep. oh, yeah. They yeah, don't see the vision. It takes, and well, so that, I mean, yeah, it takes away from, it does, it takes away, especially if you're still working as a nurse and then you're trying to build something up on the side, it is, it's hard on everybody for yeah. a little while. It is. Um, but I, I will say one amazing thing about him. He never once told me not to, he never once yeah. said, don't, um, yeah. you know, I, he always, as much as he'd make the face, you know, like, okay, you know, <laughs> he, he always gave me, uh, reassurance and, and, and never said, stop this, this is done, you know? So yeah. for that, I, I, I do thank him. You have to have some supportive people in your corner. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So let's talk about how people can find you. Where are you? And by the way, I was looking on your TikTok and I do see you offer sessions for like um, coaching sessions, like one hour sessions, things like I, that. I, so tell them I, where to meet you and how they can get in contact if they wanted to. Okay. Take in yeah. your offers. Well, every platform I'm on is Nurse Jessica Sites, S I T E S, Nurse Jessica Sites. Um, so my website is nursejessicasites.com. All my other Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, you just look up the handle name, Nurse Jessica Sites. Uh, but I, I am doing in the meantime right now. I won't be doing one on one forever until I get my um, my courses out there. Um, I am doing one-on-ones. The hard part, I'm learning about one-on-ones is they're very time-consuming, um, but I'm doing them until I can get this out there. So if you are interested in learning how to um, monetize um, not only just Facebook, I mean, I am teaching people also about um, Instagram and TikTok. I'm not going to get into YouTube because I would never try to teach something I don't feel like I've mastered yet. Um, yes. But any of these social media platforms, I'm more than happy to uh, happy to help navigate in any way that I can. Um, I've done it for several people, and um, 
I almost, I run over the time. I'm usually like, oh, look at that. Cause I'm a talker, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, they, they're, they're great sessions. Um, I love teaching people. I like seeing people's face like, Hey, I didn't know you could do that. Like, that's cool. Or I didn't know how that's how you do it. Um, mm-hmm. So yes, if you're interested in that, you just, um, you can actually book right there on the website. Um, and I'm more than happy to um, either whatever you're comfortable with, do Zoom, or um, if you'd rather just do calls, um, I've done that as well. So Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jessica, for yeah, joining us. You. This has been thank so you. informative. You have added so much value to our community. We appreciate you. you for being a trendsetter. Like this is something now nurses are being influencers before it was like the Instagram models and the, you know, the video girls and all that. And now we got the nurses. I know. I'm <laughs> we telling awesome. you, we got to take this on the road and, and, <laughs> We need to go state to state and teach. I, I was talking to Mike from Simple Nursing the other day. Yeah. He's like, uh-huh. "What? Why aren't we doing this?" I'm like, "Well, yeah. shoot, make it happen. I'll be there. Let's let's go." Exactly. I, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I definitely agree. the the possibilities are limitless. So yes, for everybody. I'm not just talking us. I'm talking a nurse, anybody. Uh, yep. A CNA, anybody, just, you don't even have to have your RN, just do mm-hmm. it. Just do something that you love and, and throw caution to the wind. So thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah, this was fun. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes, Absolutely. it was. Thank you guys for joining us. As always, we will be having amazing guest speakers like Nurse Jessica Seitz um, yes. on our podcast. We are here for, to help you to empower you, to embolden you, to make the nurse boss shift if if that is something that you are interested in. All right, you guys. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye, ladies. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We hope that you had as much fun as we did and most importantly, got tons of value from this conversation. Post your biggest aha moments and tag us on social. You can find all of our info in the show notes. And if you love the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave us a review. We're so grateful for each and every one of you and cannot wait to see you crush it in your businesses. Talk to you next time.